the college football experience week three preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet $10 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. Make sure to download that app. It is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Bye's out. Yes, yes, yes. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week three, 2022 season preview. We're in may guys. I'm sick over here. I'm fucking trying to talk. If you're listening to this audio Lee, uh, then this is episode two. So go check out the first episode one. It's got the best audio Lee sound you could imagine. Uh, anyway, uh, it's, it's my pick guys. So, you know, Nick tries to speak. He talks bad about my UTSA, Texas game. I'm taking you to Minneapolis where the boat stops rowing. (laughs) The boat stops rowing. All right. You got, you got the Colorado Buffaloes. What? 24 transfers left the team. Guess what? Carl Durrell says, you know what? You don't want to be here. Get the fuck out. All right. You got some transfers coming in like a new quarterback. Potentially this team, I smell upset going on there in Minneapolis row. We're going to, we're going to be rowing that boat all around town. All right. Patty C. What do you make of Colorado at Minnesota? Oh boy. Wait, what was they, they played it. You said, I just missed that last part. What was the score when they played last year? 30, nothing. Yeah. Did you guys nothing. try to watch that game? I did. It was horrible. It was awful. Dude. Yeah. Colorado had 63 total yards of offense. That game <laughs> they had, <laughs> they had 82 yards passing and minus 19 yards rushing. Yeah. <laughs> offense I think was not their forte. <laughs> I think Cumberland state had more yards against Georgia tech when they <laughs> lost 222 to nothing in 1916. Uh, you're just attacking my buffs. Look, there's Nick. You believe on hitting, hitting on a man when he's down, you know, dude, 63 yards of total offense. Hey, but at least at home, at least we didn't give. Yeah, I know it was terrible. Brandon Lewis. (laughs) Look, I watched that and I was drinking heavily because I was like this fucking team. You might as well. well Let me ask you this. What's that? Carl Durrell starts the season against TCU in, in Boulder. Okay. Then they got to go to Colorado Springs to play air force. Then they got to go to Minneapolis back-to-back road. there. coming back home against UCLA. This team is probably going to be Owen four. No, they schedule ridiculously. And I don't understand why they don't go back to the triple option. When they ran the option, they won a national championship. That's all I got to say. Here's the problem. And and I listened to y'all's pod from earlier in the week and you were saying you're stating how good Colorado was in the eighties and nineties and, and kind of what happened. 
my philosophy is that the, there's too many people within the school and within the city of Boulder that, that don't care about football and even worse, they don't like football. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what, a problem. That is, that is. And uh, they got to fix that. You know what I mean? That's why we got to get more Cal- Colorado's got, it's one of the fastest growing States. So we need some people to move in there. Look, the uh, change I mean, happens. When your, coach, <laughs> when your coach gets fired for telling the truth about his female kicker being terrible, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a cultural issue right there. That, that, well, that was in Boulder. Remember that shit don't fly in Boulder, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's gotta be team captain, but hey. that was in Lincoln, Nebraska. They, everyone were like, yep. Agreed <laughs> down the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Move it along. So, so you guys don't like my pick of Colorado at Minnesota. Uh, honestly, I had a couple of games back, but I can't argue with it too much. It's kind of a homer call by you, but, but the, how bad that game was last week, uh, last year is the reason why I couldn't have still it. Still the last time. couple of times, Colorado's gone on the road. Uh, they almost knocked off Michigan and in, in Ann Arbor and they played Ohio state. I mean, this is going back a little bit. Was that a rocket left with Cordell Stewart? Oh no, they did. They did <laughs> knock them off then. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going with that. All right, NC Nick. My turn to be a homer. Uh, big game for the Wolfpack. That's not Nevada. I'm talking about NC State. Who's better? Uh, NC State. Yeah. Uh, we can't. First off, Texas Tech plays at NC State, and you damn sure can't let that. So those guys from West Texas come all the way into Raleigh and get a W. NC State was nine and three last year. Two tough losses by three at Wake and a crazy game by one at Miami. It was almost a special year, and they had the coastal. I'm sorry, they had the Atlantic in their grasp. Buzz around Raleigh is maybe this is their year. You I've know, heard that got, for thirty fucking years. All right, they got Doran <laughs> back as head coach. They got the quarterback. They got a bunch of injuries hit the hit their defense really bad last year. They had like three guys out for the year, three starters. So uh, if you know if their dreams can come anywhere close to happening, they needed to take care of business at home against Texas tech with a new head coach. I think it's an interesting matchup because it's two teams that don't play on a regular basis and it should be uh, compelling and, and close somewhat, but I think NC state wins. I got Texas tech in an upset special. You know, the ACC, Nick. you're always an NC state hater just because ECU won there like 12 years ago. How do we talk about like the ACC, what put, what was it? Like 19 pro? No, no. It was, uh, it was like, I think 17 pros in, in the NFL, NFL draft. They have 14 teams. <laughs> that's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Um, Down year. Well, that's because Clemson didn't have, didn't like pump out like eight of them. Okay. Yeah. Because they're like, like they did in previous seasons. Yeah. 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 ACC, ACC as a whole put 17 players into the, uh, yeah. In Since the NFL. In the, yeah, oh and the gosh. draft. They were the last power five by by a decent amount, and then eight, the I think the AAC was like only one or two players back. The question is: Man. Is the AAC better? We're coming at you, NC Nick. This is a fun Whatever. game. You got a yeah, uniform uniforms uh, similar to me. Um, <laughs> I got uh, I got Texas Tech. I, I like that hire. I think it's a sneaky good hire. Uh, Dude, I got NC State all day in this. Come on. Dude, NC State. Anytime there's a big moment, they choke. It happens here. Red Raiders in the upset in Raleigh. Patty C, what do you think of this game? Slapping their big non-conference game last year. Granted, it was on the road in Starkville, but 24 to 10, and a game they shouldn't have lost that bad based on what they accomplished for the rest of the season. So uh, maybe they're 
doing fine in ACC play, but it remains to be seen whether they can do it in the non-conference slate. Um, fortunate maybe to not actually, I don't know. That would have been a great game. I wish they would have played that uh, UCLA uh, holiday bowl. Yeah. But, yeah. That would have been fun. I got to pull this. Uh, up. I don't know. I, I got to pull this. up. I think what's what, that? The, the, that NC state game was classic NC state. Um, hold on. Keep talking as as this website loads right now. What uh, NC state, well, Mississippi state I'll just say this. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, hold I on. agree with Nick. Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> they threw, man, come on internet. Uh, well, I know Devin Leary threw for over 300 yards. I, the, right. NC state dominated this game statistically and lost by two touchdowns. <laughs> they got 10 points and throw through for 300 plus yards. <laughs> At least they didn't have 68 yards of offense. <laughs> That's what I mean with them shit in the bed though. Hey, Colorado showed up. They got it a was national 63 championship. Yards of total offense. I, I I gave Colorado five extra yards. <laughs> Colorado's got a national championship. That might championship. have been their best play of the day. Five yards. NC State <laughs> hasn't been relevant since fucking Roman Gabriel. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, I will say NC State had a nice little season last year. The the Clemson game was was actually I, I consider that potentially a, a program shifting moment if they're able to like see themselves as a team capable of controlling that division. Obviously, they kind of blew it down the stretch against Wake Forest in a very tight game there. But uh, yeah, I, I'm a believer in NC State. I think they could do it this year. There we go. There you go. All right, and I believe that puts you back on the clock. Well, we're kind of in shitsville with some of these games. Um, I mean, I feel like that was the last even remotely decent game on the slate. Don't offend um, me. Don't offend me. <laughs> well, I got one that, you know, is, is fun for our, uh, our tastes. I don't know how much of a national uh, impact it will be, but uh, we're going to go to Laramie. Yes. That's uh, my got, one that I have. This is a great game. Yeah. Air force travels to Wyoming. Uh, triple option um, in the mountains. That's that's good stuff. Uh, uh, Mountain West football underrated, and really probably why the uh, the stats are even uh, jaded in uh, against the the Pac-12 in terms of like their record against the Group of Five is because the Mountain West is a lot better than the likes of the Conference USA or the Sun Belt, or it was before JMU joined. So. No, it's uh, <laughs> this is a good conference and this is a good football game. And, and uh, both these teams have, um, I don't know. What, what do you think of the potential for both of these teams is? Well, I mean, I've heard speculation. Air force might be the preseason favorite to win the mountain West. They've won double digit games. What two of the last three years, Troy Calhoun. I would love for Colorado to hire him. Um, and then Craig bowl. Uh, he's a fantastic coach. What he's done at Wyoming is absolutely fantastic. Um, I love this game, Nick. That's a fun game. I think uh, Air Force has won a couple in a row. Uh, so you know the Cowboys are looking to you know hold serve at home in Laramie. It's an interesting game. Uh, there might be a couple others higher, but you know I love some Mountain West. I mean, I, I wish this was kind of like in November. Maybe we see some snow or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a, but it's a fun game. A little too you early. Want to talk about you want to talk about uniform porn. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Great contrast. They don't yeah, share any too. colors. Two of the best uniforms in all college football, Agreed. no doubt about it. Uh, no, and I love are, this game. Are they? Are they their like really their rivals? I feel like this might be like their no. Is it Colorado State, Wyoming. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the one, right? Yeah. Okay, but this is pretty close. 
Yeah, no, I mean, this is a great game. I love it. And, and to me, when you have conference game, the stakes are higher. If Air Force is going to be the preseason favorite or one of the top two teams in the uh, Mountain West to win it, then this is a huge game. It's a huge road game. Wyoming's a good team. I expect them to be bowling. So, uh, yeah, sign me up for watching this one. Love this one. Hope, this, this, this should be far, a Thursday night. Yeah, it should. I'm, I'm going to look up Colorado Springs to Laramie. Um, I don't believe they're that far away, are they? It's a little bit of a hike. I think Colorado uh, Springs is a couple hours south of Denver. So you got to go through Denver to get north up to Wyoming. I think he's thinking okay, about Colorado yeah. State. Fort Collins, I think, is closer uh, to Fort Wyoming. Collins is yeah. really Fort close. Collins yeah, is north of Denver. It's only probably a couple hours. Yeah, this is a three hours and thirteen minutes, so still pretty close, but yeah, not nearly the same as uh, Fort Collins, still Laramie. I love this game. I like this pick. I am on the clock, and I am taking you to. Dare I say, Winston Salem, North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a Dave Clawson guy. I was lobbying for Colorado to hire him over Mel Tucker and Carl Durrell. Did they listen to me? No. Um, I think Dave Clawson is one of the top 10 or 15 best coaches in America. What he's done at wake is unbelievable. And then you have Hugh freeze. Who's a great, regardless of his uh, strip club tactics. Um, he's a damn good offensive mind and bringing in Charlie Brewer going up against uh, a veteran wake forest team. Uh, I can't wait to watch this one. This is a good game. This is I'll give you some ACC love here, Nick. This is better than Texas Tech, NC State. No, it's not. Why not? Get out of here. Are Wake you serious? Forest, Wake Forest what represented the ACC championship last year. Dude, you first off, you have Liberty without Malik Willis with Charlie Brewer. Are are you getting behind that and saying Liberty's gonna be anywhere near as good? Well, I mean, Going he won Malik eleven Willis games at Charlie, Baylor. Charlie Brewer. What did he do last year at Utah? Yeah, he struggled, but uh, Whittingham's not an offensive coach. Hugh Freeze is. Liberty Wake is going to be a good game. You heard it I mean, here, look, first. I'm all about uh, Sam Hartman for Heisman. All right, uh, you know, and the Demon Deacons won 11 games last year. But again, I think you're out of whack. I think you and I usually have games pretty closely ranked, and it seems like this week we're all over the board. I had this down at 19. Uh, I think I think Wake wins. I, I want to see how good Liberty is without Malik Willis, and I don't trust Charlie Brewer whatsoever. Well, before uh, Malik Willis, they had a guy uh, named Buckshot Calvert, and they won some games. All right. <laughs> I mean, eight and five, ten and one, eight and five for the last three seasons for Liberty. I don't know that they're necessarily going to fall off the map just because their quarterback left. And they get a seven-year veteran quarterback that like won eleven <laughs> games at Baylor. Come on. Yeah. If nothing else, they got a hell of a game manager. Yeah. And that was why this game and, and it's not like wake forest just blows out teams. You know what I mean? That's true. Although they do score a lot. Uh, it should be fun for that alone. And, and uh, both of these teams have scoring capability. So, you know, in a game like this, where you're not going to necessarily see elite defense being played, just, just, just enjoy it for what it is. I mean, Li- Liberty went to old miss last year, lost by 13. You know they beat UAB. They're a good football team, even without Malik there's, Willis. Go to 2019. At least five better games, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's, I think this is fun. Liberty's continuing to grow this program. They got a lot of resources. You want to talk about NIL? That could be huge. The Liberty Flames. So I I, I like that game. All right. Well, NC let, Nick, me, let me ask you this. What's that? Oh, sorry. No. Go. Wake Forest. Uh, Wake, Wake Forest ACC uh, potential ACC championship potential this year. A hundred percent. Yeah, sure. If uh, they made it there last year and really, I mean, I, 
I don't expect Clemson to be back like they were two or three years ago. Yeah, and yeah. If, especially if NC State can knock off. I do think Wake struggles with Clemson for some reason. Yeah, but well, Venables is gone. True. Elliot's gone. You know, like Clemson's. We haven't seen them with lose these coordinators. The games before. in Winston Salem this year. Maybe it could get tricky. Maybe it could get tricky. All right. <laughs> NC Nick, it is back to you. I I find this game interesting. I mean. It, it granted it is a game that could get lost in the mix of other games with bigger schools included, but I think this one might be one of the most entertaining and that is Colorado state at Washington state. Jay Norvell is bringing that, that Colorado state offense into this century after being bogged down under Adazio. And <laughs> uh, yeah, we have two good offensive teams, a cool environment. Uh, Colorado state played Iowa tough at Iowa last year. This is going to be a ball game here. And I think it's gonna be a fun game off the radar, but it could be very entertaining. I love this matchup because I kind of always respected both schools. So uh, I know Patty C probably going to talk some trash about it. What do you think of uh, Colorado state against Washington? Why state? the hell am I picking all these pac 12 games? I feel like every time I'm picking a pac 12 game, pac 12, Nick brand new to 2022 <laughs> Patty well, C. What do you make see? of it? Uh, Jake Dickert, uh, 1983 guy, uh, first full season at the helm, huh? Um, what do we expect from him with an off season to prepare? Uh, well, they got Cameron Ward, the stud quarterback from the FCS with incarnate word. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a, a quarterback to watch out for. And then obviously Jay Norvell. I, I think he's auditioning for the Arizona state job or perhaps the Colorado job. Yeah. Who's got the coaching edge here. You got to you, you got to say Norvell right now, yeah, but agreed. but I mean Dickert was the defensive coordinator for Wyoming with Craig Bull, and then at North Dakota State prior to that, he beat James Madison. Uh, oh, you son of a gun! Let's <laughs> let's not talk about that. Um, look, I, I do agree. I think this is going to be competitive. I want to see how quickly uh, Norvell can turn Colorado State around because I think there's probably uh, a talent deficit there as well. Um, and uh, wait, our our, uh, our Christian McCaffrey uh, two point went in the draft, right? He's gone. I don't know that I saw his name get chosen. I was surprised when he came out early. Yeah, Max Borgies, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's your referring referring to? I I don't remember his name being called, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> that's well, a stretch. That's a stretch to say Christian McCaffrey two point oh. Borgies Borgies a baller, but that's a stretch, man. Danny Woodhead two point oh. Danny Woodhead two point There you go. <laughs> That's a little closer to it. Either way, yeah, I expect a competitive game here, and uh, yeah, both of these coaches probably won it for bed. So, Patty C, you're on the clock. Well, uh, I feel like just the revenge spot here, uh, Pittsburgh at Western Michigan. Credit to Pittsburgh for uh, uh, for going on the road to a Mac school. But if I'm not mistaken, it was Western Michigan that cost them the, maybe the playoff, playoff last year. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, kind of interesting storyline there. I mean, what do we expect from Western Michigan? They, they had been a pretty good team for several years in a row. Um, what was that? PJ Fleck that had them pretty good. No, even, but, even uh, last year, Tim Lester had that team pretty good. Sky Moore yeah. got drafted. Caleb Ellaby. He, he came out and did, didn't get drafted. So unfortunately the Broncos do lose him. But they yeah, bring. I think they bring in the right direction. I think they bring in a Bama transfer quarterback, though. Nice, nice. Those those work out. Uh, I'd say more often than not. So um, yeah, I mean, and Pitt, shoot, 
maybe Slovis isn't up to snuff. This this has a a little upset upset potential. Could be fun. Hey, it could throw be it on, a, throw it on the corner screen on the god's eye. Yeah, it could be a windy day in old Kalamazoo, Nick. What do you think of this de- one? It's a decent rematch game. You know, I mean, it's kind of crazy that the team that won the ACC Atlantic, they won the ACC championship game. They won 11 games on the season and had the top they quarterback the orange taken, bowl. top quarterback taken in the NFL draft. And they lost a home game to Western Michigan. <laughs> That's and, pit for you. Well, and they're you like know. a great defensive team in Michigan and Western Michigan put up like 500 yards of offense. It 44 to yeah. 41 was the final score. Pretty crazy, but you're right. I mean, Caleb Ellaby has gone. Sky Moore's gone. So I think the Panthers probably win this one, especially with revenge in their mind, but it's a, it's a good game. I mean, and yes, like Patty said, credit Pitt for taking this game. Cause that we started this podcast by saying, you know, what power five opponents go to non power five away games. Well, here's one of them. Damn right. Buddy Colorado also had air force. Like we just talked about. Um, I like it. I like that game. All right. I'm on the clock guys. There's a couple that I like out there. There's one I want to play. I'm going to play it later, but I got to take you to, I, I got to go back to the scene of the crime. This is, this actually should be number one. This should be number one, number one, Bobby Petrino in Missouri state. <laughs> Come back to Arkansas. <laughs> Can you imagine if he wears the neck brace, he should do it as a, wouldn't that be great? If he wears the neck brace, the neck brace, this is fantastic. And Missouri state don't look now. They've been an FCS playoff team for the past couple of years. Could this be a little sneaky game for old uh, Sam pulled pork Pittman uh, since Bobby Petrino road rash face coming back to Fayetteville. Nick, what do you make of this one? Y'all are just being hipsters. Now y'all are trying to get too cute. This game belongs in the, between 25 and 30. There are other much better games I'll be watching instead of this. That's all. This appeal say. is Colby, hilarious. I'm a little disappointed in you this evening. Okay. Oh I'm man. Mad. Colby's, I'm mad. Colby's profile picture. Yeah. Is Bobby Petrino. This is the Colby game. That's the greatest pull, moment I'm in a, sports I'm history. A pull a, a dad one-on-one. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Colby. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, Bobby Petrino falling off the motorcycle is the greatest moment in our lifetime with sports. This yes. he gets to go back to the scene of the crime. The fans hate him. This is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. I hope this is on CBS, but it could be like 49 to nothing. Well, l- let me push back on you a little bit because Missouri state last year, uh, if you recall, Oklahoma state was one inch away from going to the playoff on the last play of the season. Um, didn't go there, but they at home only beat Missouri state by seven twenty three to 16 Missouri state also lost to undefeated FCS champion on the road, uh, North Dakota state by seven and only lost by one in the FCS playoffs eight and four, but three of those games were against, you know, tough competition or were incredibly close losses. So maybe yeah. this team is better than we're giving them credit for. They and are. Who knows how good Arkansas is. Yeah. Okay, Bob, Bobby Petrino. All right. Nick's a hater. Arkansas also coming off of Cincinnati and South Carolina back to back. Neither of those games should be cakewalks for him. Uh, maybe they are asleep at the wheel from Missouri State, and Bobby Petrino comes back with friends <laughs> on the mind, gets it done. I okay, love hipsters. it. I love it. All right, <laughs> NC Nick. I'm going to Silver Lake. <laughs> NC Nick, you're on the clock. Y'all make y'all might make fun of this, but this is Friday night's lone game. It is Florida State at Louisville. Oh, I mean, gosh. how can you say Missouri State against somebody's better than Florida State Louisville? I mean, granted. 
Yes, this should be a better game if both programs could live up to their potential. But it's by itself in prime time, and it's Florida State versus Louisville. I mean, come on. It's two coaches whose seats are getting hotter. They need the wins. This game is better than a lot of games you mentioned. Well, I did, find both of these teams very boring, but you're right on name alone. It should be, but and, and by, by itself level. on Friday night in prime time. And I mean, look, Nick, Florida state lost to a five win FCS team last year in Jacksonville state. All right. So I'm not just going to say, Hey, that, you know, this guy, uh, yes. On prime time alone. Cool. All right. We're going to be watching every snap, but uh, are you for sure? Florida state's better than Missouri state. <laughs> If they play ten times, they win at least eight of them. Okay, <laughs> I don't know, man. Florida State, uh, they, they still haven't turned the corner to me. They got FCS issues for sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's a Friday night game. I like it. I do like the stakes of the coach potentially getting fired. You guys just were going to force me to take that. We could have been the last pick of the draft. You guys were. You guys would have been picking like Jackson State versus versus uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff or something. You know. Jackson well, State. Jackson State just stole the the top recruit from Florida State, Nick. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I mean, look, it's a boring game, but it's Friday night, so we'll watch it. You know, every snap. Patty, see what do you make of it. Uh, I mean, he is Mister Florida State. He loves Bobby yeah, Dowd. He still thinks they're on top of the college football world. Uh, don't don't put that on me. Don't put that on <laughs> me. I think they have the potential. I think you know. I I am slow to adapt to the fact that Florida state has taken what might be a long-term step back, uh, especially if uh, Norvell doesn't get it together here soon. Um, a, a bye week coming into this, um, but a road trip to Louisville, you know, Louisville is going to be lit for this. Although they're coming off a back-to-back road situation at Syracuse at UCF. Who's in a better position coming into this game. I don't know. It's a coin flip. It should be competitive. I'll, I'll say that much. It should be a competitive game. Am I seeing this correctly that Florida State got swept by Georgia Tech the past two years? <laughs> Did they really? That's a bad yeah. look. <laughs> That's pretty I bad. mean, you're, so, uh, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, yeah, it's all right. It's an all right game. It's a conference game. There's stakes. Which of these teams is closer to being like on the uh, a contender in the Atlantic? I, I would say Louisville because they have Malik Cunningham. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe for this year, dude, you go back the year before that. So they got swept by Georgia tech. They lost to Jacksonville state. The game prior to that, they were or the year prior to that. They were losing to Jacksonville state at the half. You go to the year before that they won by a, a missed extra point by ULM in 2019 in overtime, 45, 44. I mean, Florida state's in a pretty fucking bad state right now, guys. But to push back by the same token, you yourself said they should have beaten Clemson, who went ten and three last year. They did. Someone's got to win the ACC games, Pat. They put two players on the pros. All right, Clemson put two players on the pros. Uh, uh, Notre Dame went eleven and one, and Florida State took them to overtime. Uh, Look, I think Florida State still has enough talent. Maybe I'm just buying these recruiting rankings that you know they're not that far away from winning some close games. I'm not saying they're going to about to go ten and two, but they might go eight and four. Probably well, not. Probably. Not. I mean, they also. I mean, they've got some ass kickings in the. I mean, they lost the last time they played Louisville or no? The, uh, last year did they beat Louisville? I don't know. The they year lost before by eight last year. The, the year before they, they lost, lost by, by thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> they lost by twenty-one to Wake last year. I mean, they suck. They do suck. So, and let's revel in that. 
Cause yes, we all hate it, Florida. It's State, fantastic. Though. It is fantastic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, Nick, I, I, I like it cause it's a conference game. You, you know, there's value to it, you know? So <laughs> Patty C you are on the clock, my friend. Oh, I'm going to take you to a game that I'm sure Colby, you know, and I'm going to leave that one for you, Colby. Uh, Cause I know you want to talk about that one. So I'm going to, let me, let me skip down the list and I'll go to something personal here. Oh God. It's not a very good game though, but uh, no one cares about this shit, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, old dominion at Virginia. Let's, <laughs> let's just do it. Let's what do you mean? I like it. I like it because old dominion, I think the last time they played Virginia with Bronco Mendenhall, I think Virginia had to have a crazy comeback in the fourth quarter just to win this thing. And they, uh, they beat tech. What was it last year in, uh, in Blacksburg within the last two years, I forget if it was last year or the year before. So, um, well, ODU no, the, the year before they didn't play. Yeah. I'm thinking of Liberty. I'm thinking of Liberty. I get those. No, but steps. ODU but, did beat ODU did beat tech. I think it was 19, it was 2019. Okay. I think. Okay. They were gotcha. national champions in, 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 yeah. in, 20. in 2020. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Ronnie, first coach uh, ever to, to his first year and win the national championship. <laughs> Amazing run. He had there Uh old dominion going to Virginia. Maybe a little bit of a recruiting battle. We're going to see what Tony Elliott is, uh, what his recruiting strategy is going to be. But with all like the Marquise Haggins and and Chris Slade, I guess I don't know if he was a uh, Roanoke guy or a Virginia Beach guy. You got to figure though, Virginia wants to get into seven five seven. Meanwhile, that is Ricky Ronnie's current stomping ground. So some recruiting at stake here. This would be a very ugly loss for Tony Elliott early on, and a great win for Old Dominion if they can get it done. So a little personal appeal and uh, maybe a competitive game. I like it. I like it. I think it actually will be a competitive game. So Nick, what do you think of ODU Virginia? Nick, did we lose Nick? Might've cut out for a might've cut out, but anyway, ODU Virginia, uh, let me say this. What to you, Colby, what's a, what's a better, uh, uh, who's got a more Virginia name, old dominion or Virginia. I mean, what, what other school in, in the country has the state's nickname as their, uh, as their schools or uh, the name of the school, you know? So this is like, kind of battling for what, what is the real Virginia team here? Old dominion has got a long way to go, but that's kind of a, a, a side note there. Yeah. We lost NC Nick. I'm trying to get him back in, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and Ricky Ronnie had a great first year. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know what to really expect from uh, Virginia this year. I mean, imagine like Texas versus Lone Star University. That would be a badass uh, game. That's kind of what we're seeing here. Not nearly as badass, but it is what it is. But yeah, is it, I'm here. Can help. you guys hear me? Oh, we now hear we you. Got back. All right, you guys tried to mute me. Okay, I get it. That's <laughs> what you're trying to do now. But this is a fun game here because it is a battle of Virginia, especially the probably the most fertile recruiting grounds in Virginia. And you know what? I went up to UVA for a basketball game. Uh, th- this past year, and I was not very impressed with the bar scene in Charlottesville. So, uh, two thumbs down to UVA. Go ODU here. There we go. Go Monarchs. All right. I'm doing it, guys. I'm taking you to to Houston, Texas. Look, I knew you wanted that one. Leopold already beat. The the Longhorns. You're lucky, Texas A&M, that you didn't schedule the Jayhawks. Next up comes used car salesman Dana Holgerson. Watch out for the Jayhawks. 
I'm telling you, Kansas at Houston. This should be a Friday night game too. They should make this a Friday night one. Yeah, they uh, should. Uh, Leopold magic is going to be happening. The team is going to be much better. He landed some great transfers. Uh, I, I think a, a, a kid from um, a running back from Minnesota defensive back from Ohio state. You got some more Buffalo transfers. The culture is completely different. Jayhawks are going to give the, the Cougars a game in Houston. Your thoughts, Nick? Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, first off Houston, great 12 win season last year. I did not see that coming. You know, their defense really impressed me. And Clayton Tune is coming back. I feel like he's been there forever. I think he took over for Derek King when he transferred out. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. So uh and, and they had that that nice season capped off by with a win over Auburn in the in the, in the bowl game. So Houston had a great season. They bring a lot of people back. But it is Lance Leopold year two, and I do expect a closer game than expected. So I think it is uh picked appropriately here. Finally, Colby. There we go. Patty C, what do you make of the Jayhawks and the Cougars? Well, with the Cougars coming in 2023, I'm sure both of these teams want to establish themselves ahead of the other in the uh, Big 12 pecking order going forward, especially with Texas and uh, Oklahoma leaving. Oklahoma's won this conference so damn many times that it really feels wide open as soon as they leave. Houston, uh, certainly a player right away. Kansas got a little ways to go, but like you said, Leopold's the guy. So here we are, you know, with Houston coming in next year, the trash talk could start right away. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, folks. I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by athletic greens and their AG one supplement. You're probably wondering, geez, I can't even breathe. You're probably wondering what is this stuff uh, with one delicious scoop of AG one. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right. This, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all those things. All right. So go grab that thing to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to be giving you a, a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreenscom slash SGP. All right. I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP vanish VPN. That's what we run God's eye on to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you uh, basically safe, safely browse the internet with, by encrypting a hundred percent of your data. That means uh, all your private details, your emails, your passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It really is that simple. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use that promotion promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. Once again, that is ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. <laughs> Uh, NC Nick, you are on the clock. All right. Uh, well, there's a really good game between two FBS schools, but I want to go off the radar a little bit and say North Dakota State at Arizona. Nice. Good. And good I'd say choice. upset, but who's going to be favored in this? North Dakota State. <laughs> yeah. So any whenever we have FCS versus FBS, and we expect a good close game. I mean, I think a lot of us, you know, just love rooting for the, the uh, little guy. And that is North Dakota state. 
so I think it's going to be a fun game to watch because I think, yeah, obviously they're going to be competitive. And like you said, they might be favored, which is kind of crazy. When's the last time an FCS school was favored on the road playing an FBS? Program? I mean, it might've been when North Dakota state whooped Kansas a few years ago. Um, Maybe so, but so I think it's interesting to see how they stack up. Uh, and that's why I have it here. I love this game. I think North Dakota state, what are they? Six and zero against their last six FBS teams. That includes a trip to Manhattan, Kansas. Jump that, up already. That includes a trip to Iowa City. You know that includes a trip to uh, what Lawrence, Kansas. I think uh, there's a couple other ones too in there. Um, they get it done. And uh, Patty C. I mean, we got to be excited about this one. I mean, Jed Fish, Jaden Delora against North Dakota State, which just put how many players in the league? I feel. Did you see the Missouri Valley in the FCS put more players in the NFL draft than the Sun Belt, the Conference USA? And the Mac, dude. If you're Arizona, why the hell schedule this game? Well, Colorado gets them next year. Why? Yeah. What is the Pac-12 doing? You guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Go play McNeese State or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or why would you sure. want to? Well, there's a no-win situation. Yeah. I mean, I get asking it. for it. I get I it. I mean, you got the likes of Hunter Lepke. Lining up across the line of scrimmage from you <laughs> for 80 snaps a game. No, thank you. If he, I, he's, he's John Riggins 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Who has the better offensive line? Uh, North Dakota State by far. They put players yeah. in the draft yeah. every year. There you go. Who has the better way to schedule this game? Yeah. I mean, Jed Fish did okay in the transfer portal, pretty darn well in the transfer portal. So maybe their talent levels up. Maybe it's competitive, but. I would think you're right. I think North Dakota State's probably got to be favored here. 100%. 100%. I it's love this matchup. Go to like wearing North Dakota State gear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um all right. Well, then it goes to you, Patty C. Oh boy. I mean, gosh, I, I think I guess I I got to go a little off the beaten path for what seems like a bit of a random game here, but might be kind of interesting. And so I'm going to college part, Maryland. Yes. And okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. We have the ponies of sorts, the Mustangs of SMU at Maryland. Um, what do you think? I don't know. Uh, Loxley needs it. SMU had a nice year. Uh, it could be competitive. I think SMU, I don't know who's favorite, who's favorite in this game, Maryland by, by three. Yeah. Fair enough. It's a long trip for SMU. SMU but, though, Rhett Lashley coming in. You got two really good quarterbacks, Mordecai, and then that Preston Stone, best recruit SMU's ever had. I don't know how people deem that when Eric Dickerson got a gold fucking car to go there. But um, <laughs> either way, uh, yeah, you got to have this one there. SMU beats TCU all the time. I think it's a fun game. Yeah. I, I think it, you could argue it should be higher because you know they they are teams that are not familiar with each other. They've only played twice. That was a back-to-back -back in '61 and '62. I did my research here. Uh, nice. And Maryland, is, their schedule this year is interesting, especially out of conference. So there's no like big marquee matchups, but there's no cupcakes either. So uh, they are home against Buffalo at Charlotte and home versus SMU. Should be three and zero, right? I don't Based have Maryland talent. winning all three. I don't think. They get t t uh, Talia back, and I mean that's good to have a, a super experienced quarterback. Yeah, I but mean, actually, Maryland seems to beat the teams that are worse than them. They just they'll never like jump up and beat a, 
a good team. So maybe they do go three. No, you think? I think so. That's something. Yeah. This they would be were, the one. They were sneaky good last year. Seven and six uh, won a lot of games that we faded them on. Didn't I Iowa? Didn't I would destroy them? Who was the best team Maryland beat last year? <laughs> That's a great question. Indiana, uh, West Virginia. They weren't Maybe good. Indiana. They went five and seven. Indiana wasn't good either. They went. They were worse. Did they beat a single team? Oh, well, they destroyed Virginia Tech. That but was they, the most Virginia impressive. Tech didn't have their players. That, that was, was in the their third game. string quarterback started that. That game. was in the bowl game, right? Throw that out yeah. the window. And their coach, touche, yeah. touche. Uh, all right, I like it though. What's that? SMU may be looking for a big 12 bid. If they keep expanding, this would be a nice little feather in their cap. And I think Rhett Lashley was a, 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 a really good hire there. So I'm, I'm curious as to what he'll do in year one. There I agree. I agree. Um, I got a lot. There's actually a lot that I like out there, believe it or not. Um, this one though, I'm going to take you to, uh, to Boone, North Carolina. There we go, guys. I think Appalachian State. I mean, Appalachian State, you know, keeps a good football team. But I think Troy was better than their record showed last year. They fired their coach, bring in a new coach. I think they have a pretty good team coming back. I think Troy is a contender in in, in the the Sun Belt. Now, I would still put them behind App State and Coastal, but I do think they're better than what people realize. Troy at App State, the game means something. I think this has been two of the better teams in the Sun Belt over the past decade. I love this matchup. Give me Troy at App State. Nick, your thoughts? Well, you know it's on my list here, but so let me give you the last three scores under when when Troy was coached by Chip Lindsay. Uh, App State won forty-five to seven, forty-seven to ten, and forty-eight thirteen. And some I'm sorry. So some roles taken over, kind of a rebuilding program here. Chip Lindsay never had a winning season in three years. But if you go back to Neil Brown when he was at App, I'm uh, sorry, at, uh, at Troy, he had three straight double-digit win seasons from 2016 to 2018. So they're not that far removed. I still think of Troy as a Sun Belt powerhouse, and they should be. So obviously they hired the wrong guy in Chip Lindsay. It didn't work out. They've moved on. I don't know if in week three John Summerall can do enough to you know compete with App here. But uh, I think it's an interesting game because I, I do want to see what progress Troy can make in a pretty short uh, amount of time. But th- there's no reason why Troy should not be a Sunbelt powerhouse. Yeah, look, so, look, look uh, at last year. Look at last year. They lost to Liberty by a one-score game. They lost to South Carolina in South Carolina by nine. Right? They they lost by seven to Coastal Carolina. They 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 played Louisiana tough. Um, yes, they so, got their ass whooped in a couple games, but I think they're so, better than their record. So maybe they were starting to come along a little bit. So maybe some role doesn't have like a complete rebuilding thing. So it's an interesting game. I think if it was at Troy, it'd be more interesting and you'd it'd be more apt for an upset, but in Boone, I'm going to go app here, but uh, yeah, I am uh, curious to watch it. Definitely. Patty, Patty C. What do you make a Troy at app state? This should be a Wednesday game, by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think of Troy the same way Nick does. And I think you, you do too, Colby that, you know, this was once a powerful team, a uh, powerhouse team app state, obviously maybe, maybe falling down a peg, but this is a big game to see if they can, you know, maintain that 10, 11 win, uh, kind of MO that they've built. So we'll see if they can. Um, I expect app state to get the win there, but I expect Troy to make it interesting. So yeah, I, it, it deserves to be on God's eye. 
in the there corner. You, there you go. All right, NC Nick, back to you. All right, certainly not a great game here, but I am interested in watching this at least to see what one side looks like, and that is Old Miss at Georgia Tech. Um, yeah, Jackson Dart. I guess he's going to be the quarterback for Ole Miss, uh, and Zach Evans, the TCU running back, who I'm very high on. And, and they got Ulysses Ulysses S. Bentley, the uh, the SMU running back. That's right. That the that old battleship there is going to do big things. <laughs> uh, so no, that backfield is very interesting in the Kiffin offense, and I've, and Kiffin has shown he he can play more than one running back. Last year you yeah. had Snoop uh, O'Connor and uh, Jerion Ely. Uh, I think there's a third guy that got some some burn too. So uh, I, I'm interested in, in seeing Kiffin's offense without all those guys from the last couple of years, and really for Georgia Tech, Jeff Collins, man. In three years, you're nine and twenty five overall, seven and eighteen in the ACC. Talk about uh, you know a make or break season. This is it. And they have UCF on deck. They're gonna get their ass kicked this year. Um, Probably, yeah, but no. I, I mean, I think you got to play this in the top thirty. It's still an, it's somewhat of an interesting game. They're old SEC rivals, so uh, Patty C. Ole Miss at Georgia Tech. Uh, I'm trying to pull up Jeff Sims stats uh, from last year. It looks like uh, not not a, not a super impressive season. Fifty two point two QBR, uh, good for fifty four point nine percent. Oh uh, no, rather. Jumped it up to sixty. So you, you talk about uh, progression. Obviously, he was like seventeen years old when he came in and uh, started playing as a true freshman uh, out of Florida. So you know, going from fifty-five to sixty percent in his first uh, two years uh, is a, is a good jump. So if he can continue that trend, then maybe Georgia Tech has uh, a little bit of a chance. Obviously, using losing Tamir Gibbs, a humongous blow to Georgia Tech. I expect this to be a complete ass whipping, but. Georgia Tech. I mean, Jeff Collins was doing some recruiting, trying to conquer ATL. So if if any of that has started to you know develop uh, over the past two years and it's coming to fruition now, then maybe this could be competitive. But I, I fully expect this to be an ass whipping. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, but still, I think it's worth the worth the play. All right. Well, now let's go to uh... guys. We have what four picks left? Patty C. Uh, what do you do? No, wait. Yeah, this is uh, this is Patty C on the on the clock here. Sorry, I got I got confused for a second. I'm sick. What are you doing, Patty C? Well, there's a, a legitimate good game that I should pick, and then there is. But I got two picks left, right? Correct. So I'm gonna take the good one first. So let's give it the credit it deserves. We got Montana State visiting Oregon State. This is uh, this is Mont- just like what Nick said. You know, guess who North Dakota State played in the FCS championship? It was Montana State. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be favorite though. In I know, but we saw Montana beat Washington last year in Seattle. Sure. I mean, they they just put multiple players in the NFL draft, and I'm not sure. talking in the seventh round. They have a good We're program. Montana State did. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they do have a good program. I mean, you think about it. Uh, Mountain West football. These are the number two teams in the state. You know, this isn't like, you know, Georgia State or, you know, Ohio, where it's like the 10th best team in the state of Ohio. This is the second, first or second best team in the state of Montana. So it's a flagship school almost. It's it's competitive against the Oregon State. I don't know how much better the football in the state of Oregon is than it is in my Montana, but 
I wouldn't be surprised if this, the, uh, the, this the, game is competitive most of the time. And the big sky is right there with the Missouri Valley. We saw UC Davis win at Tulsa last year. Uh, we saw Weber State give uh, Utah a little bit of a game, especially in the first half. Um, I, I mean, Montana beat uh, Washington, as I alluded to. Phil still had Washington in the playoffs. Um, this, this conference shells out. Eastern Washington beat UNLV. I mean, you can go on and on and on. This is a, this is a dangerous game for the Beavers. Nick, Nick, you you're not, you're not liking this play, huh? No, no, no. I have I've absolutely no problems with it, dude. You could say anything right about now, and I have no problems with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and grant, do I watch it? It's it's that thing where like fourth quarter, yeah, maybe I flip it over there. But no, I agree. It, it could be competitive. It could be surprising. And watch out, Beavers. This is a great one for the after dark slate. Assuming that's that's when it's played. Yeah, yeah I would assume. I, I'll probably be sleeping, but. <laughs> Bastard. Um, all right. I'm on the clock. My last pick. Man, there's there's just we saw Tulane almost do it to Oklahoma last year. Michael Pratt is back. And Willie Fritz and his slamming hot daughter, not his wife. Uh Tulane's a good program. They're better than what people realize. They had a tough year last year, but their schedule was ridiculous last year. But Michael Pratt did not transfer out. He believes in Willie Fritz and his slamming hot daughter. So I'm taking uh I'm taking Tulane to uh to to give K State a game in Manhattan. Tulane at Kansas State. Your thoughts, Nick? Yeah, it it, it, sh- it should definitely be here because that could be a game. Uh, I know you're high on the Wildcats this year, but especially early in the season, new quarterback and everything. And Tulane has shown, you know, the ability to to hang with top teams, to hang with Power Five teams. So I I like it. I think it's uh, well played here, sir. Patty C. Tulane Green Wave against the Wildcats. What do you make? Well, I wonder if Michael Pratt is slamming Willie Fritz's slamming hot daughter. Probably not. I think she's a little <laughs> older, but he's a good looking fella. He's a strapping young man. Are you I trying think, to fuck uh, him? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I've just been a believer early on in uh in Pratt. So I want to see him succeed. And that includes slamming uh, Willie Fritz's daughter, you know, maybe not, but uh, you would like to uh, see that too. You sick bastard. I would like to see that. Hey, you, you, you heard my story on last podcast earlier in the week. So uh, I can't believe I shared that one, but anyway, uh, look, um, this could be competitive. Kansas state at home though. That's a hard place to win. So uh, Tulane would have to really dig deep to get this one done, but they went to Oklahoma and kept it close last year. So let's see if they can do it again. Should be a game. Should be a game. All right. NC Nick. You are on Am the I clock. Up? Yeah. I just played. I had the third pick. So there's three more picks left. All right. So, so my turn. Yeah. All right, you play that loud music when you were talking. So I couldn't hear shit. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> this game probably sucks, but give me Purdue at Syracuse. Oh uh, shit. ACC Nick. There we go. Yeah, I mean, Dino Babers has to be on that hot seat. He had that 10 and three year in 2018 and has followed that up with records of five and seven, one and 10 and five and seven. Uh, their quarterback Garrett Schrader is hilarious. Yeah. Very, very good runner, like powerful runner, awful For, passer, former wide uh, receiver at Mississippi state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dude cannot throw throw a pass for, <laughs> for the life of, him, uh, which is a problem at the quarterback position. And then meanwhile, like Purdue, I mean, Purdue has a real chance here in the big 10 West. I agree. Uh, 
Aiden O'Connell comes back at the helm at quarterback. Brad Lambert as the defensive coordinator. So the Boilermakers are are not just all offense anymore. I want to see what Purdue looks like early in the year. Obviously, that starts in week one, uh, but that extends you know into the non-conference slate here. So I want to see what Purdue does at Syracuse. I like it, Patty. See your thoughts on Purdue Syracuse in that filthy dome. Please cut that roof off that thing, Patty. See what your thoughts. Um, I gotta get a similar feeling between Dino Babers and Jeff Brom, and and these programs. You know, traditionally, like or at least for the last twenty years, not super relevant, but able to field surprisingly good offenses and win some upsets. Uh, obviously, Purdue beating Ohio State and I think uh, Iowa last year. And then, uh, and Syracuse beating Clemson and keeping it close on a, a couple of their uh, seasons. So, kind of the same team. And uh, I don't know, I think Purdue's a step ahead. So, I expect them to go in and get the win, but the dome makes it really interesting. Well, not really interesting, but a little interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it wouldn't, yeah, it makes it a little interesting because it's in the dome. If it's in Lafayette, I think Purdue rolls them, but I think it could be a game. Could be a game. Sean, Sean Tucker, really good running back for the Orange, too. Yeah, he is a baller. He is a baller. All right, Patty C. Call me a hipster. Uh, call me what you will. I'm going down the list here. We're going to the HBCU ranks. I'm taking Hugh Jackson and Grambling making the trip to Jackson, Mississippi to see primetime Deion Sanders coach up the Tigers. We Tigers. Um, look, it's going to be uh, probably two the two highest profile coaches. I think. Uh, who do you think is a higher profile coach? Eddie George or Hugh Jackson? Eddie George. Eddie right? George probably, but he doesn't have nearly the coaching experience that Hugh Jackson does. Hugh Jackson, positive or negative coaching experience? <laughs> yeah, uh, wasn't he one in thirty-one in a two-year span there with uh, the Bengals? Um, look, uh, I expect prime time to get it done, but Grambling to me is like is HBCU football. They're so swaggy. You Eddie know, Robinson. And, yeah, exactly. And prime Doug time. Williams. Doug Williams. That's right. Prime, and, and that rivalry with Southern is, is the, the premier rivalry in HBCU football. Uh, but prime time is making himself the new centerpiece of HBCU football. So there's kind of some big names going at it here. And especially with Hugh Jackson, they're giving this thing new life uh, could be fun. And especially I want to see this uh, stadium packed. It could happen. Yeah. Nick, your thoughts. It's a good, it's a nice FBS HBCU matchup. Uh, I mean, come on at this point, am I, is, is, is it going to get any airtime on my TV? Probably not. Cause I only have so many hours to watch and there's a lot of good games here, but that's what happens when you you know, put out 30 games. So it's a good game. It's interesting. All right. I mean, uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to watch Jackson state every, every week this year. So I think that's uh one that I, I I'm, I can't wait that's, to watch. That's your goal. That's your goal for the uh, 2022 college football season. Watch yeah. Jackson state every week. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my goals. One well, of my I goals. Wanna, I want to see Travis Hunter. I mean, because look, th- there have been times when I'm like, I, I don't buy it. I don't know how good these players are. But then, like, DeAnthony Thomas was the number two recruit in the country. And I was like, I watched his high school tape. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Same thing with Travis Hunter a little bit. But then, obviously, DeAnthony Thomas was like freaking Reggie Bush in college. So if this guy's that doing that, yeah, then whoa, especially against this level of competition, he's going to put on a show. Fair enough. Worth watching. Yeah. All right. Last pick in the draft here. This is hard. It's hard to find one that I, I, I think is quality enough to put in this spot, but guys, I'm going to Tempe. You know, I'm a Chris Creighton guy. 
You know, he's knocked off Purdue at Purdue. You know, he's knocked off Illinois at Illinois. You know, he's knocked off Northwestern at Northwestern. Well, he goes on a far trip to Tempe, Herm Edwards. I don't even know if he'll be coaching, you know, in Tempe by the time this game is played Eastern Michigan at Arizona state at a little, little sleeper, little sleeper late at night. Watch out for my Eagles. Kaka. What do you make of this one, Nick? I got you. I mean, it wasn't on my list, but it, it's very possible. And because who knows what to make of the sun devils right now. So this is a very under the radar slept on game, but I actually, I agree. I think it has potential to be a close game. Not a bad pick. Patty C you like my Eastern Michigan play. Uh, <laughs> part of me. No, I actually don't because uh, I think Arizona state is really hard to beat at home. And I think most of Eastern Michigan's success has come in Ypsilanti. And so I, in fact, I think they're a pretty bad road team. Um, I can so see I, this game being kind of close though. Dude, Eastern Michigan beat Purdue at Purdue. They beat Northwestern at Northwestern. They beat Illinois at Illinois in the past five years. All right. I stand corrected. Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, if they go down to Arizona state, that would be epic. The, the, the difference in, uh, I guess, uh, the personas of these two teams couldn't couldn't be more different. One's playing on great <laughs> turf and looks like is nineteen forty, and the other one has got the <laughs> hottest whores on the planet in the stands. So should be a fun little contrast there. There we go. All right. So NC Nick, before we get out of here, this is where we do our what the fuck game of the week, and there's a decent amount of them. Where are you going for your what the fuck game of the week? Should never be on a schedule. The school should be ashamed of this matchup. Yeah, I, I mentioned this earlier, or I mentioned this team earlier. So put out an ABB, a, an APB. Jeez, if I can freaking say it right. Arkansas <laughs> Pine Bluff at Oklahoma State. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense here. Come on, Cowboys. You just won double digit wins. You almost won the Big 12. You almost made the college football. Playoff invitational, whatever you want to call it. And then Arkansas Pine Bluff, get out of here. <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, look, you yeah. almost lost to Missouri State last year. So if you're going to do it, you might as well schedule a decent one. They're probably guess, just scared. I guess from they that. learned their lesson. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Let's, let's just let's go a little bit easier on the FCS teams. <laughs> uh, Patty C. Oh, yeah. That's, that's be the worst I'm sorry. I, I, I pressed that you were talking my bad. What oh, were you no, saying? No. You're good. Uh, that's the worst one by a mile, but uh, I think the, the, what the fuck series has to include uh, one team from New Mexico, at least every week. So <laughs> New Mexico state going to Wisconsin, <laughs> why they are uh barnstorming yes. globe trotting uh, from New Mexico. God knows. I don't think there's a ton of money down in the state of New Mexico right now. So maybe that's why let's hope they get their money and let's hope they give Wisconsin their money's worth. Uh, Jerry kill, you know, you know, uh, you know, they had gotten rejected from the sec after last year and now they're joining the big 10 because they get Minnesota in week one. I was going to say they're, they're spreading their wings. They're not just sec fodder anymore. They're, they're joining the big 10, you know, going into Madison. I hope Jerry kill pulls the upset. Wouldn't that be amazing? There's no way, right? They're, they're too bad. They're too bad. What's Jerry kills record against Wisconsin. I'm pretty sure it's pretty bad, but I think it is. Maybe, I think it is. Maybe he knows something about them. Um, all right. Well, with my pick, pick three. It's Abilene Christian heading to Missouri. I mean, come on. Abilene Christian, they're not a good FCS. What's going on here? I mean, uh, they're better than Towson, right? Well, I mean, Towson went to the FCS championship, what, in the past decade? Did they? Yeah, they lost to uh, North Dakota State. 
right. Never mind. But I mean, Towson did lose Tara, uh, you know, to Tyrone Wheatley was their head coach. He took a job with the, with the uh, Denver Broncos. But I mean, I don't know. I just think Abilene Christian, I, I see your point. Towson's playing what in uh, West Virginia, right? Yeah. I still think I Abilene, actually kind of like that one. A little Maryland, I West Virginia. Geographically, it's pretty close. Dude, I mean, Abilene Christian, I don't know. I just think that they're five and six a year ago. This game makes no, they lost to SMU by, by 48. I thought um, they were solid, but maybe I'm thinking basketball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a team that uh, they've got their ass kicked quite a bit last year. So lost okay. to uh yeah. So I, this is just the, what the fuck game of the week. This is a, you know, one of those uh, classic Lou Holtz. Where the hell is my sound drop? All right. Where, where are we at here? Well, well I don't get the brain man cold, but they're counting down seven, six. All right, folks. Well, this let me is, say this: that, that game doesn't even that, that game doesn't even suck that bad. It just or offend me. It, it's just boring. That's that's the most boring game of the weekend. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to get uh, no subscribe to the College Football Experience. This concludes our episode. Uh, you know, we weren't in studio. Sorry, I was sick. Uh, so give us all a follow though, because uh, we're going to do every single week. This we talk college football year round here. So subscribe to the college football experience. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast because we also talk USFL football. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Then the sports gambling podcast. Right now, what NBA gambling podcast, NHL gambling podcast. All those ones are MLB gambling podcast, golf gambling podcast. Get all of them. For free, we're giving you picks. We're giving you winners. Get the SGPN app for free in the App Store, Google Play Store. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight three one. You can find NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And you can find the College Football Experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow and let's just enjoy. Uh, you know, we got week four coming next week. We're gonna break it all down on the college football experience. So uh, yeah, buckle up. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from an undown